guys. Welcome back to the Raising a Wildflower podcast. I am, guess where? In the car. Um, Because I keep trying to find other time and place that's not in the car to record this. And that's why it's been weeks since I last posted. Because there is just not. There is not another time or place for me to do this. And both girls are sleeping in the car right now. And um, yeah, so here we go. Um, Today I finally wanted to talk about the Instagram slash Facebook slash basically social media um, break that I took and I don't know what I learned what it what I feel like how how it helped um, and how I have changed the way that I use social media since so without further ado happy listening guys So I kind of talked about in the last episode why I decided to get off social media. Um, And it was when Peyton was just before she was a month old. And um, it had just become an addiction for me. Because, I don't know, when you're sitting down nursing, you have so much downtime, quote unquote, um, where you're just sitting and both hands are being, you know, you, you really can't do anything except for maybe like watch something or read something. Um or scroll. And since I have Charlotte and I don't want to obviously have the TV on all the time, um, I wasn't able to watch anything. And at that time it was too hard for me to be able to read. And I would also forget to bring my book with me whenever I sat down to nurse or whatever. And so, um, but I always had my phone with me to either time what my feedings or because honestly it was just like a staple that I always felt like I had to have right next to me whenever I sat down to nurse. Um, and I would just flip open Instagram and just start scrolling and um it became so rote like it was such a rote habit that I didn't even notice that I was doing it and then it started to happen when I wasn't just nursing it was like all throughout the day I would just pick up my phone and suddenly I'd be scrolling Instagram and I wouldn't have even made a conscious decision to have done that and it just was like I couldn't control myself almost um So that was one thing that was already not good. Like I never wanted to have social media or any app or or anything really be out of my control um, and make me feel like I was being used as opposed to I was using Instagram. Like I felt like Instagram was using me. Um, And I also watched that documentary on Netflix, The Social Dilemma. I don't know if any of you have watched it. If you have not, I highly recommend it, especially if you are either feeling like you are addicted to your phone or if you feel like you're not addicted to your phone because um I feel like a lot of people almost all of us are addicted to our phones and if you don't think you are you might be in denial unless you've you know addressed it and tried to change the way that you use your phone um but they've designed our phones and especially social media to be addictive so especially after watching that I had already decided to delete um Instagram and Facebook And then watching that just made me feel like I really made the best decision for myself that I could have. Um, And so that was the addiction side of social that made me feel like I just really needed to get off. But then the mental health side was also that I, I was, I don't know, I was having a really hard time postpartum anyway. The second time around hit me much harder than it did with Charlie Um, and I think part of that was that I I really enjoy the newborn stage and I enjoy I loved everything about becoming a mom um, but I only had her so I was able to get a lot more sleep because I could sleep whenever she slept um, and I 
could devote all my attention to her because she was the only person that I needed to, she was the only person around, you know? Um, and then now the second time around I had Charlie who needed me and who was my everything and Peyton who also needed me and who was my other everything. Like I had two little beings that depended on me fully for everything and that I wanted to be able to devote all my attention to and couldn't like I, you physically can't give everything to one child cause you have two. Um, and obviously, I mean, now looking back, I can see that it's, uh, a transition that you have to make and that you do make. And now I don't feel guilty about one or the other. I know that I'm giving them both all the love that they need and, um, you know, all the love that I am able to give them. Well, Charlie has a little cough. Stay to sleep though. Anyway, I don't even know if you could hear that, but she's, she has a little cough right now. Okay. Derailed. Um, oh, so I, I do feel like I am giving them both what they need, but at the time it just felt like I was always failing one or the other, which I did kind of address before, but, um, it really was really emotionally hard for me. And I felt like I was like Peyton wasn't going to turn out the way that she should because she was never going to have one-on-one time with me. And if I wasn't feeding her, then she was just like being put down somewhere and that Charlie had to make the adjustment of not having me at her beck and call or, you know, she would have to wait for me to do things. And that made me feel sad, even though ultimately I know that was so good for both of them, but especially Charlie to learn that the world does not revolve around her. Um, because up until at that point, my world basically did revolve around her. And that's obviously not something that you want your kids growing up thinking that the world revolves around them. So anyway, that part was good, but it was really hard for me um, in the first month to adjust to that and every other hormone craziness that's going on. Plus, I don't know, everything going on with COVID. Um, and I also, I just wasn't anticipating it to be that hard because it, it didn't hit me that hard with Charlotte and I was on antidepressants when I had her. So I just wasn't, I didn't know what to expect. I did not think that it would be that hard for me. Um, and it was And the day that I decided to delete the apps, I was just having an awful day and I was sitting on the floor crying and emailed my doctor and asked her to put me like to re-prescribe my or to fill my prescription for my antidepressants and then I also just deleted the apps because I felt like a fraud in real life based on what I was putting on social media because I wasn't when I was having a breakdown or when Charlotte was having a breakdown or when Peyton was having a breakdown or or all crying that's not the moments that I was like oh let me pick this up and Instagram it um And so the moments that I was putting out there were, you know, them kissing each other and, um, you know, all of us loving on each other. And it's not that that wasn't true. Those are real moments and those really, you know, that really does happen. And it really did make me feel so much love and so happy and so blessed. Um, but then I felt like because I wasn't posting the other side that I was fraud and people, you know, would comment or direct message me and be like, Oh, you're doing such a great job. You're such an amazing mom. Like the girls look so happy, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I just felt like they don't really know, like they don't know how it really is, or they don't know how I'm really feeling. And that made me feel guilty and fraudulent for having hard days. And you're always going to have hard days, especially as a mom, but even just in life in general, life in general, every day is not perfect. Every day is not happy. Every day is not Instagrammy. 
and that's normal and that's totally okay and that doesn't make you a fraud you're still a great mom when you have hard days that doesn't make you a bad mom that just makes you like a human mom because everyone is gonna have bad days but at that time I just felt like I was lying to people because every single day and every moment of every day I wasn't happy as can be you know um and it's not that I wasn't thankful and happy for the family that I have because I was and I was so thankful for Peyton and Charlie and just I loved everything I have I loved my life but it doesn't mean that every single moment I feel completely grateful and blessed you know there's some moments where it just felt like overwhelming and you know when I have a literal puddle of baby poop and pee in my lap that's like spilling over onto the couch and I'm leaking milk out of both my boobs and I still have to wear a pad because I'm bleeding from postpartum and you know trying to figure out how I'm how to even move off the couch when there's just explosions of poop coming and Charlotte's like crying because I'm not holding her and I'm just start crying like those are not the moments where you feel like the luckiest person in the world and um, those are also not the moments that I'm going to put on Instagram I mean even if I wanted to I had no hands I had no hands that weren't covered in some kind of bodily fluid so I, I just I I knew I needed to delete to delete the app because I was feeling like I was addicted I was also feeling like a fraud and a failure because I was having hard days and I was you know, just postpartum and I was looking at what everyone else was doing and everywhere they were going and these people, especially hiking and camping, because I miss that so much. And I would just look and be like, wow, I'm not doing enough. Like, look at all these people having experiences and going out there and making memories. And here I am just like stuck at home again for, you know, the 10th day in a row. Um, and it was like a big moment for me if I could get both girls to the park, that was like a big accomplishment. And so it just made me feel like I couldn't, succeed I was never doing enough um and that's not a feeling I wanted to have as a mom um and that's not true either I I I don't know I can't even describe to you but it felt like I couldn't enjoy the minute details of my life um because they weren't it wasn't an adventure it wasn't grand it wasn't something I would post on Instagram and be like oh this is so awesome and people are going to think this is so awesome because some of the really great moments of my day were just like watching Charlotte and Peyton you know the love between them grow or watching Charlotte go get Peyton's pacifier for her and try to put it in her mouth or um, Peyton you know looking at me and holding my gaze for the first time uh, or grabbing my finger like all these things were what were making my life joyful but I didn't feel like they were Instagram worthy and um, I didn't want to live my real life through the lens of Instagram. Like, oh, um, this moment isn't perfect enough to capture because it is perfect. Every moment that I have with my girls is perfect. It's beautiful. It's something I do want to cherish and remember. Um, even if I don't post it on my Instagram feed, that doesn't judge. That's not the judge of whether or not a moment is worthy or joyful. And that's kind of, that was what was happening to me. I was feeling like... Um, Or I was feeling like I couldn't take a picture. I couldn't capture this moment because there was too much stuff on the bed. And there was too many things in the background that I couldn't move. And, um, you know, their outfits weren't matching. Or, um, you know, Charlotte's hair wasn't done. Or whatever it was. It was such stupid, silly things that were making me feel like, oh, that's not worthy of a picture. Um, Because I wouldn't share it on Instagram. And A... It doesn't matter how much or how little I share on Instagram. That doesn't determine my worth. It doesn't determine 
literally anything about me other than if I just feel like sharing it. I don't owe Instagram or anyone any part of my life. Um, so that's on the one hand. On the other hand, I, I don't want to be on an app or post, you know, have a thing on an app that I don't feel like the little small details of my life aren't worthy of the app. Um, and I know no one, it's not that anyone else was making me feel that way. I was making myself feel that way. Like I was doing that to myself. Um, and so I, I knew I needed to take a good long break to break my addiction of my thumb to like open the app. Um, and also of my brain to get out of thinking in Instagram terms and just living in like life terms, like living my life, um, normal without thinking about whether or not people would want to see it on Instagram or whether or not I took enough video for a day or whether or not I took a cute enough picture or I had a good caption. Um, I didn't, I didn't want to think in terms of Instagram anymore. And so I, um, deleted the app, I don't know, September 16th or 17th or something. It was just a couple days before Charlotte's second birthday, which is why I remember that. Um, and just a couple days before Peyton's one month birthday. And I, it was so hard, (laughs) so hard for probably the first three days. I felt like I was in like literal physical withdrawal. Like I actually looked up if you could go through physical withdrawal from deleting social media. (laughs) Um, you can't, I don't think, but that's how I felt. Um, And then I got on on Charlotte's birthday. I posted that day and, like, posted my goodbye, which, like, as if, you know, as if anyone really cared. But I felt like I had to do that. Um, And I just did it indefinitely. I didn't tell myself how long or how short I was going to try or I was going to get off. It was just, like, how long I could, um, how long I could do it and how long I felt like it was, like, I needed to do it long enough to where it wasn't killing me to not get back on. Um... And then also with all the political stuff going on, I really didn't want to get on before the election was over, which surprise, surprise, it's still not over, (laughs) but at least the election day is past. So I don't remember the exact day that I got back on Instagram, um, but I was kind of nervous. Honestly, I was nervous because I didn't want to go back to feeling the way that I did before. I didn't want it to be an addiction again um, and feel like I lost control of my ability to not use the app. And so I made a deal with myself that if I felt like I was slipping back into that um, or I wasn't able to keep my rule, um, which is that I get 30 minutes um, a day after the girls go to bed and I don't look at it or touch it at all during the day at all. So I don't get into the habit of looking at it while I'm nursing or in the bathroom or um, sitting at a stoplight because it's like, oh, every single second I need to like be entertained. Um... And so if I ever feel like I'm slipping back into that, then I have to delete it again. Um, and so far I've been able to stick with that and, um, and not look at it during the day at all. And also not look like not live my day or go through my day being like, Oh, I need to get content for Instagram. If I don't post on my stories for a day or a week or whatever, because I don't have anything to post or I don't feel like posting anything, that's totally fine. Like I don't owe myself or owe anyone like a daily story. And I kind of was feeling like that. Um, and again, myself, like I was making myself feel that way. So that is my 
decision and that's the way I decided I would have to use it and also the other deal that I made is that I will not scroll on Instagram um I have accidentally done it a couple times where I realize that I've scrolled through a few pictures but what I try to do I watch stories that I want to watch but then I have to go search in the search bar for people whose lives I want to keep up with or who I want to check in on so that way one I mean part of the addiction of Instagram is the scrolling it's like they say it's the same dopamine hit or whatever that you would get um from spinning I don't even I don't even know what the heck it's called (laughs) but on a gambling machine when you like crank the thing and it spins whatever that's like the same hit that you get from refreshing your feed and scrolling and seeing all these new beautiful pictures Um, but also because I haven't wanted to take the time to go through and like purge my account and unfollow people that I don't feel like uplift me anymore um, I just haven't had the time or haven't wanted to take the time to do that so this way I'm not just like randomly accosted by a picture that makes me feel really bad about myself or feel like um, brings me down in some way. So I go and, f- and search for the people that I want to look at what's going on with them um, if I don't see their stories or whatever, you know. Um, and so that's, I don't know, that's been working pretty well so far. But I have to say it's been, I don't know, a few weeks since I got back on and I can already, like I could see myself trying like starting to slip back into it. So I thought about just making it like a I don't know, taking at least three days off every month or something where I don't get on at all so that I don't bring that addiction back and I don't feel like I'm failing in some way if I don't have content to post um, or if I don't have like perfect pictures to post on my Instagram. Um, And so at first I was thinking, well, maybe I'll try to post all the ugly parts of my life too um, and put them on social media. But I still don't want to reach for my phone when you know, Charlie's throwing a tantrum. I'm not going to like take my phone and film her. You know, that's just not what I want to do. So I've decided I don't even have to do that. I don't have to, I don't have to do anything on the app. And it doesn't mean that I'm a fraud. It doesn't mean that I'm not like being honest because I do tell people I am honest. And anyone who has children has to know that they are not perfect all the time. Like toddlers, I mean, I really feel like Charlie's like a pretty angelic toddler, but she's still a toddler. You know, she still has her moments for sure. Um, And babies, Peyton is a really good baby. She's super sweet, but she still screams. You know, she has moments where she really cries and screams and it's like grating on your ears. Once again, I don't, I don't necessarily want to go on Instagram and listen to somebody else's baby scream. So no one wants to get on Instagram and look at my baby screaming. Um, And so learning to recognize that the app is is for the beautiful parts of people's life. Like we can all say that, you know, don't compare yourself to the highlight reel and that's true. But once you recognize that everyone is just kind of posting the best parts of their day, um, and that's okay because I don't know if I would necessarily want to get on an app and look at like everyone's disgusting, messy kitchen, um, or their piles of laundry that are all over their room, like mine. I mean, this is all stuff that's, you know, can be in, that's in my house often. Um, or the, you know, screaming toddler and screaming infant. Like, it just, it, no one would really want to go and look at that. If we're being honest, that's just not what you go on the app for. So, um, I definitely want to be honest in my captions. I do want to post, I have decided that I'm not going to, like, take the perfect picture all the time. And if a moment is 
beautiful and I want to remember it and cherish it, I'm just going to take the picture or take the video and not care that they're, that my bed, um, there's like stuff all over my bed or all over the floor. Cause that's basically what happens all the time. Like Charlie loves to move things from room to room. She carries stuff everywhere. And that's part of like what I'll remember when she's grown up is like, you know, when I'm an adult and there's no more kids left in my house, uh, there probably won't be piles of stuff all over the floor. They're super random. There probably won't be books, um, in every single room of the house because she likes to bring them with her and read them and sit down wherever she is to read them. Um, there probably won't be random pieces of Tupperware that I find, you know, underneath the couch or in her toy bin because no one will be there to, you know, take the Tupperware out of my drawer. Um, and all these things that are, I feel, felt like were embarrassing or that I didn't want to show people. Those are all the little things that I'll remember about being a mom of young children because that's what it is. It's messy and chaotic and beautiful and sweet and um, absolutely worthy of remembering and cherishing, um, which are not the same thing as having to be putting put on my Instagram. So honestly, I don't even know if this is, like, is very concise or clear because I couldn't sit down and really organize my thoughts before I posted but these are all just things that I've thought about um that I thought about a lot when I was off of Instagram and then since I've got back on and all the ways that I've tried to make sure that I don't fall into the same trap um that I did before so um I don't know the oh the other last thing that I wanted to talk about was because my so my postpartum fitness or journey, um, body, whatever. Um, I also used to feel like I had to share every single part of my physical change or physical transformation or post about my weight loss or weight gain. Um, and I realized I don't have to do that if I want to great, but if I don't feel like posting about it and I don't feel like putting it on there, I'm not like cheating anybody or cheating myself or feeling like I, it didn't count if I put it on Instagram. Like, you know, that old saying that we used to say, I don't know, in middle school, maybe high school, whatever pics or it didn't happen. That's literally how I was starting to feel about my life. Like if I didn't take a picture and post it on Instagram for everyone to see, then it wasn't real and it didn't happen. And that is the craziest thing ever. Cause if anything is real, it's your everyday life. And if anything is fake, it's Instagram. Um, and so just kind of going into it, realizing that, and that I don't, I don't owe anybody anything on Instagram. I don't owe myself anything on Instagram. Um, and the most important thing is to be immersed in my life with my two little girls. Um, and so I do still want to take lots of pictures and lots of videos of them. Um, I, and then once I do, I put my phone down and I just try to live in the moment, Um, I still have a hard time with not capturing the moment on film. Um, And I think a lot of that has to do with Lulu, um, my two-year-old niece who died unexpectedly because the videos and pictures of her are what we cherish. And especially my sister aches that there are no more pictures of her, that the amount of photos that she has of her right now are all that are left of her on this earth. Um, And so I don't know if I'll ever be able to not think that way or not um not take the picture or take the video and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that as long as it's not just about the picture or the video that it's about the moment and the picture or video is like the you know cherry on top that you do and then and then the phone is put away so I've really tried to do that and I've realized that I am capable of driving and nursing and just sitting and being 
without being entertained. I don't have to have a podcast on all the time. I don't have to have a book out all the time. I don't have to be looking at my phone. Um, I can just be living and thinking, thinking a lot of thoughts um, and not having to completely constantly be filling my brain with things to think or things to look at. So I don't know. That's what I've learned. That's what I've realized. Um, And I do love Instagram. Obviously, I got back on. I haven't got back on Facebook because I feel like that's just mostly a lot of political things that I don't feel like looking at. (laughs) Um, So it is, there's so many, so much beauty about it. And I miss the community that I had. I miss talking to other moms and seeing other moms with their kids um, and my friends and catching up with what they are doing and just, yeah, just being in communion with people on Instagram. I do think that that's a beautiful part of it. Um, but I, there is a dark side to it and I needed to rid myself of that and I think it really did. So I got off, um, it was for eight weeks or two full months. Um, and it was really refreshing and really awesome. And I probably will do that like a full two month thing, maybe once a year, maybe twice. I don't know. I'll see how I feel. See how, um, see how much the addiction or sinkhole of Instagram tries to pull me back in. And if it does, then I'll have to delete it again for a while. Um, I don't know. And maybe one day I'll delete it for good. I don't know. Um, but that's just what I've, what I've come to terms with, what I've realized, what I've learned. Um, so let me know your thoughts. I'm back on Instagram, so you can hit me up on, hit me up on that, uh, and direct message. But, um, yeah, thank you guys so much for keeping up and catching up. And, um, thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you soon.